Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yes, you heard it there. It is the weekend buzz here on Dublin's Q102 and thanks for tuning in this morning. Now, you've been hearing everywhere about charities are really struggling during COVID. Um, A lot of them would have had fundraisers planned. We've heard of, you know, the ISPCC, Alzheimer's Society. Lots of different charities are really, really struggling. Um, People are shaving heads and running marathons around their garden and all that kind of stuff just to raise a bit of funds, obviously to keep themselves entertained as well. You know, you have to do that. Um, But one man who is doing something that means a lot to him is a comedian we may know as Sir Stevo. It's Sir Stevo Timothy and he is on the phone with us right now to talk about this very good cause. How are you Stevo? I'm good. I'm Stevo, tell us the crack. What are you what are you planning to do? Well I'm going to cycle five kilometers in aid of the Irish Wheelchair Association, but it may seem like a a short distance to cover, but I myself suffer with a spinal injury, so it'll be 
quite a difficult challenge, but I'm going to give it a go. And if I fail, I'll fall off the bike and it'll be funny anyway. I'll catch it on camera. So it'll be funny either way. Let's hope you don't fall because, you know, it's funny sometimes when people fall. But, you know, in case you do yourself an injury, we'll have fingers crossed. I know, yeah. Another spinal injury. Just <laughs> That's not what you need right now. Yeah. And so you suffered this a few years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago. Wow. And you like that would have changed your life completely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I was very, very, oh, well, I, uh, outgrown, no, not, that's not the term, very active and yeah. very, like, mobile and things, so, and now I use crutches and a wheelchair, so, and I have very, very limited mobility, and I can walk short distances, but you get used to it, and you, you have to power on with life, I guess, and that's, that's the, the cards you're dealt yeah, it must be. Uh, is it painful for you then to to walk without crutches or anything like that? Well, I wouldn't be able to walk without crutches. I'd have to use the crutches. I'd walk like very short distances in my house. Let's say it would be painful if I wasn't where I wear a knee brace, uh, a kind of a knee foot brace called an AFO. So if I wasn't wearing that, my knee would hyperextend and I osteoarthritis in my kneecap. Mm. It'd be painful then. Oh God! So you wouldn't be like when you stay around your house, like you couldn't do that outside because you know uneven grounds and yeah, obstacles yeah, and out, stuff like that. I'd be out of my face. It's happened a few times. I imagine that you know, being in a wheelchair, anyone I've spoken to who isn't one, the things that normal people do, they don't realize, like blocking, like cars blocking paths, and you know, people going yeah. out into uh, leaving bins out in the middle of the road. These are all massive obstacles for you guys. Yeah, even things like you'd be talking to friends that like you're always with and you'd ask them like, is there, is there steps at the front of that place? And they're going, no, oh geez, there's definitely not. And you get there and there'd be four steps because they don't even register it because it's so non-existent to them. They just skip up the steps. Because if it's so, not 50 steps, you're not, you don't think of it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get there and there's four steps and you're like, oh God, will someone carry my wheelchair, please? And I'll hang on to the rail and carry me airs up. But you you don't seem to let it get it down. Like you have, you have your YouTube channel and you've got, you know, you're all, always out and about in the car, you know, taking taking the mick really out of people. And I suppose that's my therapy. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. So I suppose that's my that's my self, self-med therapy. Just make other people laugh, hopefully. And it kind of comes back on you and people treat you differently then they're more happier to see you so you're obviously happier to see them you know so it's kind of no it's a nice sunshiny circle <laughs> a circle of warmth and welcome and I imagine when you um, you know when you started all this it was the way you said there people treat you differently it's because pe- you don't want people feeling sorry for you and people have that automatic like talk to you a bit different um, people... Oh yeah, I like I despise that notion, and it's still held in Ireland today that like disabled people or people that use wheelchairs should be quaint and quiet and uh, act like ninety-year-old women driving a Yaris. <laughs> you're not allowed. You're you're almost not allowed to be loud and drive around with loud music playing and wear sunglasses and be cool. Like it's almost like it's a sin to be cool if you're disabled because it's the antithesis antithesis of being cool. So I just want to, I suppose, do kind of change that in my own way. Maybe I'm not cool. I don't know. But like, I'm <laughs> trying to change it. I'm trying to change it. Uh, when did you start doing the, you know, the comedy and all that kind of stuff? Like, what was it? Just a, something that one day you were like, put up a video, and then it did really well, or was it something that you were kind of thinking about doing for a while? Oh God, no! It was yeah, it was just off the cuff. About five years ago, I was sitting in the car with my brother, and I just got him to record me acting the twat and. 
had it on my phone for a while and I didn't do anything with it and then one day I just decided to throw it up on Facebook and the rest is viral history I suppose and that's how it all began. And it gave you a new a new avenue I suppose in life. Yeah, oh absolutely because I wasn't really doing anything. I was, I was studying accountancy at the time and I had no interest in it. I couldn't never imagine myself doing account- <laughs> doing someone's accounts. I'd end up putting them in jail or putting myself in jail. Are you telling me your dream growing up as a kid was not to be an accountant? No, no, no. <laughs> my dream as a kid was to be a painter. That was my dream. Like, it was just a normal painter. I just loved painting and my dad was a painter. So I ended up doing that. But obviously then after my accident, I wouldn't be going up a, up a ladder in a wheelchair. So I ended up going back to college. So just to do something different. And then the comedy came around and did you, like, I'm assuming straight away you weren't like, oh, I'll make this now my new my new career or ever, but as a kind of, the views start knocking up, you start thinking, wow, there is yeah, an audience yeah. here for me. Oh, absolutely. And you get more inquiries like, you should do live shows and do you do live shows and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, not a chance, go away from around me. I'm never doing this. <laughs> and then you kind of get pulled into it, I suppose, and you end up kind of being taken along with the tide. So it's just, it ended up that way. <clears throat> I imagine that for um, other people who, you know, um, have di- disabilities, this is a great thing for them to see that, like, you're not letting it, let it stop you do anything. And, like, just rightly so, like, you're just a normal person. But in, as you mentioned, for a long time, people assume when you've got a disability, you're, that's the only thing you have. That's your only yeah. quality. And that's your dis- your defining feature. Yeah. And, like, it's, obviously it's not. There's a person behind every disability is everyone tries to drum into people but more than that like you can't also I suppose a lot of people are very fragile about their disability as well but if you if you're very fragile about it then that gives people ammo if you literally pull the piss out of yourself no one has ammo then but obviously I understand that some people mightn't have come to terms with their disability or they're shy more shy I suppose and things like that so it's harder to do but I suppose that's just my method of coping with it. I suppose it depends on where you are in your journey. Because somebody started slagging you when you when you first were in the wheelchair, you wouldn't have been able for that. But now you. Oh, I probably would have stabbed them. <laughs> <laughs> just rolling straight up out of the hospital bed. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> you just now you're 15 years ahead, and it's you know you're like this is my life, and you're well able for it. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose growing up in the Growing up in Westside and Galway, you just used to slagging the hell out of each other anyway, so it's your way of coping with things. So, Well, you know, growing up in Ireland, full stop. You can't, you... Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> most definitely, yeah. We just, we like that. We just, like, tourists that come over, people from other countries come over and, like, you walk down the corner and you go, like, I'm going to ride your mother. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> and just like, no, he's my friend. You know, I'm just like. That's my best friend. My best we, friend. we met yeah, when we were yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, calling you every curse name under the sun and you know, yeah. the, the Americans are like, why do you hate him? And you're like, oh, no, no, I love him. Oh my him. God, is he going to kill you? Is he from a rival gang? <laughs> you're like, no, that's my brother. That's my brother. Yeah, I can't. That's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> there. shouting at you. I hope you die. You... <laughs> oh, you have to love the Irish way, huh? We've got, that's how, yeah, we keep ourselves going with slagging and, and uh, slagging each other off and making each other laugh. Uh, but yeah, and being miserable too at the same time. Oh, of course. We wouldn't be Irish we if we weren't mix, miserable. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> mouthing. Mouthing is our, our number one pastime in Ireland. Just mouthing. Oh, look, it. we're giving out about the lockdown and as soon as it's lifted, we'll be giving out that it's lifted. So we- Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Irish, the good old fashioned Irish way. Um, but you are raising money for the Irish Wheelchair Association. Obviously, the amazing work they do there. Yeah, they're brilliant. And especially since the whole coronavirus thing, as you were talking about, has came in. Obviously, it limits their ability to fundraise. So they're basically running out of money, like most charities in the country. And so I just decided to do it. And uh, they've changed their whole tack. They're not only are they going out like helping people cook food and feeding people and bathing people they're collecting prescriptions now some of their buses are being used as taxi service some of them are being used as mobile labs for testing so it's just extraordinary what they're doing it's and you know what they're and i hate to say it but i've heard you know certain charities you hear all the time and they get massive funding and they get massive fundraisers and oh, campaigns. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Irish Wheelchair Association are one of those charities that do amazing work, but it kind of unless you use them or there's you know, you might not think of them. And that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you'll have heard them just second handly by a relative that has a wheelchair or that attends their day services or something like that, but you never really think of like you never really think of them as a charity that might need help with fundraising. Yeah. You just think of them as an organisation that's always there, which is strange when you think about it, because they mightn't be there if no one fundraised. So Yeah, well, that's the thing. We kind of assume all these charities are going to be there at the end yeah. of all this and that we'll get help from them if we need it. And then you're like, well, actually, how can they if people don't fundraise? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's, there's no doubt that loads of charities will go out of, go, will go out of existence because of this, yeah. which is very, very sad. Like, But that's the, the reality of the world, I suppose, and... And I suppose All we can do is give a fiver or give a euro here and there and hope for the best if we have it to spare, which is not easy either these days. Like. No, and like people are in you know dire straits at the moment and they don't really know oh, what their future yeah. holds. But yeah. you have raised an amazing amount of money already. You've got over 15 grand. Yeah, it's extraordinary, obviously, given the circumstances and people's hardships and things. So people have been just amazing, absolutely amazing. So like I, I initially had it at just a thousand like. And then yeah. I pushed it to five, and then I pushed it to ten, then I pushed it to fifteen, and now because I reached that, I pushed it up to twenty-five. So who knows? And we just keep going with it, and hopefully we'll reach fifty, or God, God knows even more. <laughs> but you must every time you see a donation coming in, it must mean just so much. Even like you know, I've seen like there's people putting in five hundred euro, and yeah, yeah, but a few like, business people have like just in a five-minute period there. The last night there was like two donations of five hundred, and I was like, Jesus, my God. So yeah, I'm, I'm always updating it and checking it and like it, yeah. it, it excites me. Like it's like it's money in my own, my own bank <laughs> account. It really is because I get that excited and that kind of full of adrenaline when I like see a big donation or whatever. I'm like, let's go. You know what I mean? So Yeah. And it pushes it, you for what you're going to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm getting more nervous as the days progress, but I'm training <laughs> away and doing my little bits with my trainer and yeah, I want to give a shout out to Derek Curley as well, my trainer, because he's been brilliant. He's coming every day he's, he's, he'll be here now at uh, two o'clock again to torture me on the exercise <laughs> bike so. and when are you planning to do the cycle then uh, May 30th brilliant so you're really getting yourself up you've got a month to go yeah yeah well I give myself a bit of extra time I suppose to prepare because I'm so not only like my mobility issue but I'm just so unfit in general <laughs> like most people so yeah like yeah. I go a kilometre on the bike and I'm like oh Jesus Christ breathing like you know <laughs> maybe reaching out for a fag you know smoke of that in a can <laughs> so like 
And it's obviously to raise money as well, so the longer, you know. Of course, yeah. Like by the time, yeah. and the thing about it is as well is like you're raising, you've raised this much, and you haven't even done it yet. And a lot of people are the sort of people that'll go, "I'll just wait now and see if he does it." And if he does yeah, it, then yeah, I'll give yeah, him yeah. twenty quid. <laughs> you know, fullest H one T. That's the last. You can't even cycle a bike. Crosses the about That's the point, Dad. No, but certainly in the wheelchair, that's the point, Dad. And I don't get him at all. I don't like his stuff either. Take him off the internet. <laughs> Oh, you'll get well. Look, you'll prove a lot of people wrong then at the end of the month. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh God, crossed. stop putting extra pressure on me. <laughs> well, it's going to be it's going to be filmed anyway. So either way, fail or go, I give it my my best shot. And look, that's all I can do. Well, uh, fingers crossed for you. Fingers and toes, and we'll be watching. Uh, you'll be putting it up, I assume, on all your social media and stuff. I will. I will. I will. And to um, my own detriment. <laughs> if anyone wants to go on to get the GoFundMe, is Steve's five K cycle for the Irish Wheelchair Association. But as I said, your Twitter is Sir Steve Timothy, and uh, all the are you on Facebook and Instagram and all that as well? Yeah, on um, everything as usual. All at Sir Steve Timothy, and all the information is there. And I'm constantly annoying people about it, so you you, you won't miss it. <laughs> you won't miss it so look just go and give a fiver and you'll feel much better about yourself it's Friday you will I guarantee you and you'll get into heaven as well well okay I'm away that's what I'm told the uh, local priest said it well if the priest said it <laughs> well listen it was so lovely to chat to you and hopefully we'll chat to you afterwards you can let me know how you got on absolutely I'd be honoured yes and we'll have to see um, how much you've raised but I've no doubt you'll double what you have already so I imagine by the end of the month we're looking at over 30 so Fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Lovely to chat to you today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Sir Steve Timothy there. If you didn't catch him on Instagram, he's on Facebook, he's on Twitter. Um, you will find him on YouTube. Uh, so you can go watch his comedy sketches uh, often in the car. Um, and also he, his fundraiser will be on all of that if you go on to go f- search for uh, Stephen and for GoFundMe it's his 5k cycle for the Irish Wheelchair Association a charity that probably has gotten um, forgotten about in all of this Covid madness still needs the money and if you never knew what they did as Stephen said they're going around and delivering meals and helping out daily while all this is going on so very 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 worthy cause um, this is Dublin's Q102 it's the weekend buzz and we'll be back with you after this ad break When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them, the, for good and bad, and so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.